0: Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Comic Ben Comic Book Podcast. I'm your host, Theo, and this is going to be a previews episode. We're going to be looking at and going through the pages of DC Connect, which is the online previews catalog from DC Comics, as well as the smaller supplemental previews catalog from Marvel Comics, and then finally the big book, the big catalog from previews from Diamond Distributors. And as always, before we get into our previews portion, let's go ahead and take a look at some news. So, coming up first from Marvel Comics. Uh, Marvel has been putting out more and more news about what they're going to be doing during the month of June for Pride Month. So, over on their website, they have several articles about some of the characters that will be debuting uh, during pride month and during in the issue of voices pride uh, their their issue that's going to be dedicated to the lgbt community during the month of june for pride month Uh, also at marvel they If you can remember the last previews episode we had, I spoke about some of the covers, some of the connecting covers that's going to be coming out for the Hellfire Gala event coming out in the X-Books during June and part of July. So Marvel has finally released the remaining covers that's going to be in this event and, again, the connecting covers are going to be drawn by Russell Dardaman. And these, these covers look absolutely stunning. So, you'll be seeing they're going to be covering all of the, pretty much all of the X-Books during the event. So, you know, beginning with X-Force and Hellions and Wolverine and X-Men, as well as planet Size X-Men, all of the X-Books are going to have one of these covers for the Hellfire Gala. And again, they're they're absolutely stunning. And now it makes me uh want to reconsider whether or not I'll be getting any more of those uh connecting covers to go along with it. Uh, right now I am particularly myself getting the cover for getting the covers from uh for Murata's as well as sword uh, but I may be picking up some more as well just based on the rest of the covers that they released so if you want to take a look at those covers you can see them over at Marvel's website again absolutely stunning they're also doing uh, speaking of Marvel they're also doing uh, several articles on what to expect During the Hellfire Gala. And they seem to be breaking them down by books. So if you go to Marvel's website. There are several articles on uh, previews and predictions. Of what might happen with regards to the different X-books. During the Hellfire Gala. Mm -hmm. And in these articles there are some previews of those issues. That will be covered during the Hellfire Gala. So again if you want to take a look at that. You can find that over at marvel's website as well so over at dc dc comics has released the latest round of the round robin tournament Uh, again the round robin tournament was the concept of looking at these new pitches from different creators and allowing fans to vote on them and then finally choosing a winner at the end and that that winning pitch will actually get a series sometime towards the latter part of the year so with this latest round of the round robin tournament we are now in the semi-finals and in the semi-finals we find the uh the book the proposed book Robins going up against Green Lanterns, Underworld on Fire, and on the other side we see Blue Beetle, Graduation Day going up against Suicide Squad Seven. So again, if you want to take part in that, uh, you can go to DC's Twitter page to vote, or you can go to if you if you have a DC Universe Infinite account you're free to vote there as well there's several ways by which you can vote in the round robin tournament so again this one is going to be running through may 12th so till then you can again go to dc's community page if you have a dc account a dc infinite account or to DC's Twitter page and, and, and cast your vote for your favorite books to see who makes it to the finals. I know who I'm voting for. Again, I've been pulling heavily for D. Robbins' book. And considering DC has been slowly putting out previews of each of these pitches... You can take a look and see what's to your liking. Again, right now I am voting to see uh, Blue Beetle versus Robbins in the, final, in the final round and hoping that Robbins wins out. So again, take a look. If you want to see more, you can go and see more on, D- on DC's Twitter page as well as the community section of DC Universe Infinite dc uh also and again comic related but not necessarily comic book comic books uh dc has started posting uh more and more about some of their upcoming tv series and they recently released a photo of the upcoming cw show on naomi naomi being the creation of brian michael bendis Uh, David F. Walker and Jamal Campbell so they have a post and they have a picture and again this is going to be premiering on DCW but they have a picture of star Casey Walfar who will be uh, playing the star role of Naomi McDuffie. Again McDuffie being named in honor of the late great Dwayne McDuffie but it is great homage to the initial cover that jamal campbell did for naomi back when the series came out and uh, you can take a look at it again it's on on dc's website they're discussing it on the dc community again if you have a dc universe infinite account but again Naomi was probably the only book that I have liked by Brian Michael Bendis in a long time again it was a great book six issues in the first season of it uh, we were promised the second season but I don't know considering where DC is going these days whether or not we'll be seeing another installment of the series but again if you want to take a look at that that picture compared to the illustration that jamal campbell did back for naomi number one you can find that on dc's website at dccomics.com in more comic tv news uh, dc also released some set images from the upcoming netflix series sweet tooth which is based on jeff lemire's uh, series of the same name so you can find images of that you know those photo sets from uh sweet two which will be coming to netflix over at dc's website mm-hmm. and finally not necessarily tv but from a streaming service standpoint the upcoming hbo max series on the green lantern or the green lantern core uh has its guy Gardner. So, you know, for those who know me know that my favorite Lantern uh, in the core has always been Guy Gardner, going back in the day. Uh, So they actually named Flynn Whitlock to the role of Guy Gardner. So it's going to be interesting to see how he takes on the role and if he can give some true, pay some true homage to the character. You know, I don't know if we'll get a little taste of Warrior in the series as well, but it's good to know that guy is going to be represented in the upcoming uh, Green Lantern series. Over at Image Comics, Image had a lot of good news regarding a lot of their books that they're publishing right now, but before looking at the books, let's talk a little bit about Invincible uh invincible season one just recently ended a few weeks ago and it has already been renewed for two more seasons so we're guaranteed to get at least three at least seasons two and three uh, from the on from the adaptation of the robert kirkman great comic book series so if you have not watched season 1 yet, I implore you to do so. It is a great series, 8 episodes, great animation, pretty damn good acting. Again, it's not for the kiddies, so again if you're going to watch it, don't watch it with the kids. It is quite gory. And if you've if you've ever read Invincible itself, you'll, you you know it, it can be quite violent. But again, so amazon has renewed invincible for two more seasons so i'm excited about that so in comic book news coming out of image image announced several of their hot titles are going to be going to second and third printings pretty soon so shadecraft number one is going to be going to a Third printing, uh, Shadecraft number two is going to a second printing, and the same seems to be the case for Ultra Mega issue number one. is going to be going to a third printing with issue number two getting a second printing. So, Image Books doing really well from a sales standpoint. They are also uh, highlighting some print variant i mean comic variants for pride month as well so Commanders the crisis which is the series by steve orlando is going to have a pride month variant so it looks pretty nice it looks black and white with the uh, with the trademark in rainbow so that book will be getting that issue will be getting a variant for pride month And finally, over at Boom Studios, uh, not a lot of news from Boom. Uh, They did announce a new Dune series that's going to be coming out in July. Uh, They also previewed a lot of their upcoming issues with some first looks. But the, the bit of Boom Studio news that really caught my attention, Berserker issue two berserker number two which is going to a second print it's going to have a second print cover uh drawn by the great dan moore uh you know dan moore is currently doing he's done the uh the first two issues of the arc with mariko tamaki on detective comics and he's also of course the series artist on Once in Future also at Boom Studios but he is going to be doing the cover for the second print of Berserker number 2 so I have uh, the first printing but I may go in and and get that, that second printing as well just to get the cover by Dan Moore it looks stunning again a little gory but again that's that's Berserker for you so That'll be coming out May 19th from Boom Studios. And with that being said, that is it for the news. So it is time to hop on in and take a look at what's going to be coming out in the month of July. It's time for the previews. Time for the previews. Alright, so as we go ahead and kick things off Uh, we're going to go in the same order as we did the last previews episode Uh, first with DC and DC Connect, their online catalog. then we're going to move into the Marvel Supplemental Previews catalog before moving into the big book so as we take a look at DC Connect, can't believe it's been a year now uh, Since DC Connect has been Coming out, you know, since uh, DC made that move away from Diamond Publishers uh, This DC Connect The cover has uh, Superman on the cover However, this is Not Clark Kent as we know him But rather John Kent, uh Kal-El's son And so We know that uh, With news that DC's put out In that Kal El is going to be a focus and defocus of the of the main Superman book in the month of July, as Tom Taylor takes over for that. Uh, So as we go through the catalog, first up again is Superman, Son of Kal El, number one from Tom Taylor. For me, yeah, I'll definitely be picking that up. I'm all things Tom Taylor. There is an absolutely beautiful cover by uh john Timms i believe no this is a uh, Inook lee that's doing uh a cardstock cover with john and damien the original supersons that i will most definitely be picking it up but just remember john timbs uh, is actually doing the main cover for the book not the variant and he is also serving as the series artist on the title once it releases in july uh, yeah, but I'll be picking up that Lee variant. Just for information, on page 6, uh, Action Comics number 1033, uh, we're going to see with Philip Kennedy Johnson, he's going to continue that War World saga that we eventually, uh, initially first got in Future State. And now, uh, as we return back to the main legacy numbering, with the Action Comics, he's gonna be taking that story on that will eventually lead up into uh, Future State. So that's on page six. I am I I read the first issue of of his run, wasn't too crazy about it, so I don't think that I'm gonna be picking that up. Page number eight. It's been a long time coming, but. We finally have it. Uh, Static Season 1. We got Milestone back. So, Static Season 1, written by Vida Ayala, art by uh, Chris Cross, with finishes by Nicholas Draper Ivy. I am, I, we fans of Milestone comics have been waiting for this for quite a while, and, and it's great to have Static. Back on the pages of DC Comics and Milestone Also coming out We're going to be getting Icon and Rocket back So that Icon, that iconic duo of Icon and his uh, young partner Rocket Will be returning That's a book set to release July 27 Written by Reginald Hudlin With art by Doug Brathwaite Page fourteen page fourteen we have Suicide Squad Get Joker number one from Brian Azzarello with art by Alex Malieve and Matt Hollingsworth. That is a that is a weird team up there. Uh typically Alex Malieve is the artists that you'll find teaming up with uh, Brian Michael Bendis. But no, at this time around, he's going to be teaming up with Brian Nazarello. And Colors are going to be done by Matt Hollinsworth, who uh, recently was, was a famed Due to his colors in the White Knight series with Sean Murphy. So, that's going to be an interesting team up to see these three guys working together. Uh, I do not plan on picking up this book. However, uh, for you, Suicide Squad and Joker fans, it's going to be out there. It actually is a black label book, uh, so, it'll be printed in prestige format. And that'll be a six ninety nine book when it's released in July on, I'm sorry, not actually in July, but actually on August the 3rd from DC Comics. Tom King is going to be releasing a special with uh, the late, great John Paul Leon. Uh, it's going to be a Batman Catwoman special uh, that's going to be a break in between the Maxi series that he is doing with Clayman, and just to read a synopsis of this special some great romances are destined to be. The Batman Catwoman series shows readers the romance between Bruce Wayne and Selena Kyle as it changed over their lives. But what about their connections before they became costume adventurers? This special one off issue, meticulously illustrated by John Paul Leon traces the life of selena Cow from her earliest days to her entry into the criminal underworld and reveals that bruce was actually a presence in her life all alone whether it was fate or coincidence this story gives even more reasons why selena and bruce's connection is one of the most enduring love affairs in comics so yeah i'll definitely be picking that up and especially considering we recently lost John Paul Leon after his battle with cancer. So uh, this will definitely be a hot book that I'll be picking up. Five ninety nine from DC is going to be released on July the 20th and again Batman Catwoman special number one. Pages 17 and 18. Batman Secret Files is back. This time each of these issues are going to focus on a single character. So page 17 has um, Mariko Tamaki doing Secret Files Huntress number one with art by David Labham. And then on page 18 Batman Secret Files The Signal written by Tony Patrick with art by Christian Deutch. I'm definitely picking up the huntress issue based on what she did with the uh, huntress story in detective comics i, I think this is going to be absolutely stunning to read with the signal I, I everybody knows i'm duke and i are not on the best of terms so you know it, a little of that changed uh, during future state with Brandon Thomas uh, writing, uh, but this is this is not going to be Brandon Thomas. this is going to be Tony Patrick who did that uh, miniseries a few years ago, and i wasn 't crazy about that, so just based on that alone i don't plan on picking up the signal, but secret files is back, and we're going to be getting to. Separate issues focusing on two separate characters. So, the Huntress issue releases on July twenty seventh, and the Signal releases on July sixth, uh, from DC Comics. Both of them are going to be four ninety nine books. A- actually, yes, four ninety nine books. Now, if you are a longtime DC Comics fan, this next title page. Nineteen of DC Connect has been a long time coming. Blue and gold, featuring best buds Booster Gold and Blue Beetle. It's going to be hitting the stands July twentieth. It's going to be a three ninety nine book written by Dan Juergens with art by Ryan Sook. If you're not excited for this title, I I don't. I don't know what I can do to help you. Bros Before Heroes has been a thing for a while. You know, the last time we saw these two together were in, we're in the pages of Heroes in Crisis. I am so excited about this, and you know, Dan Jurgens wrote Blue Beetle a long time ago, so we get to see him back on on the character. Ryan Sook, we all know how great Ryan Sook is as an artist. The only concern is whether or not he'll be around long enough to actually enjoy what he does. But again, I'm I'm so excited for this book. The synopsis: Desperate to regain the spotlight, Booster Gold looks to attract the public's and Justice League's attention the same way any washed-up second-rate hero would. Social media. The not-so-tech-savvy hero from the 25th century. Enlist the help of his best friend, Blue Beetle, who possesses both the money and the brains to help his old pal navigate the scary world of internet influencers. Watch out, evildoers, our heroes alive and online. So again, I'm I'm very excited for for this book. Again, releasing on July twentieth from DC a 399 book. Blue and gold number one. So I'm going to briefly discuss page 22, Batman Fortnite Zero Point, the hardcover edition. As you know, the last, few, the first two issues as, as of this recording has already been released. And there was a lot of uproar, especially after the release of issue one uh, because it wasn't readily available to everyone especially those who are fans of the game and was looking to get those codes for those in-game items. So in uh, September and so this is an early, early solicit DC is going to be putting out a hardcover edition of the six issue miniseries with the concept by Donald Mustard and written by Christoph Gage So for those of you who may have Missed out on it uh, You can put an order in for this hardcover Edition which is going To have a, another code That you can use to get Those seven items That's going to be coming to those who Are getting the individual Issues so again Batman Fortnite 0. D. Hardcover edition slated to release on September the seventh from DC Comics and now that is a twenty five dollar book. Alright, getting to page thirty one, we we've reached the Batman section and I'm just gonna quickly skip through those because you know I could I could talk Batman for hours if if given the opportunity to. So page thirty one Batman 110 from James Tiny and the with art by Jorge Jiménez. We're going to see Batman and Peacekeeper 1 go at it in the main story with a uh, continuation of the Ghostmaker backup. Page 35, uh, we have Tom Taylor's and Andy Kubert's Batman the Detective, issue 4 which continues the adventures of Bruce Wayne in London with uh, Squire and Knight. Page 36 is going to be Batman Urban Legends, the anthology series. And and the one thing I'm going to point out, and I know I pointed it out in the last episode as well, when I was speaking about the solicits, and that is the covers for this issue. There are three separate covers, Uh, of course, the main Plus two variants The main cover is by David Finch uh, With variants by Tyler Kirkman and then The one that I mentioned specifically Last episode The Batgirls variant By Mimi Yoon But man you can't You you can't go wrong with Either one of these covers Again I know which cover I'm going to be picking up But it I would be hard-pressed to not pick up all three, uh, but yes, definitely, definitely going to be picking this up Uh, in this issue, four stories. uh, It's going to be continuing the Red Hood story that began in the first issue. Uh, We're going to get a continuation of the Grifter story, but then the two new stories, uh, the first is going to be... Uh, one bit, well, focusing on Tim Drake. And then finally, and this is again the one that I'm excited for, is a story with the bad girls Cassandra Kane and Stephanie Brown. And the synopsis for that one is Cassandra Kane and Stephanie Brown are just two teenagers breaking into Wayne Manor <laughs> so they can play some video games. But when Oracle gives them a mission... The Batgirls suit up and head to an abandoned arcade to investigate. And that story is going to be written by Marguerite Bennett. Uh, I haven't seen Marguerite Bennett on the book in a while. So it'll be good to see how she handles uh, Cassandra and Steph in their roles as Batgirls. So again, Batman Urban Legends, that book is slated to release on the 13th of July the anthology series so it'll be an $8 book 7.99 for 64 pages and so far the price point for urban legends has been more than worth the stories have been absolutely great and then page 33 I'm sorry not page 33 page 37 Catwoman number 33 by Rom V and art by Fernando Blanco now sets the stage for the battle between Selina Kyle and Father Valley so we're going to see how this thing comes down to its conclusion as we work through this this arc from Rom V who has again made me a true believer in Catwoman and Selina Kyle uh, once again so that's $3.99, Three ninety nine, releasing on the twentieth from DC. For those who have been following the Event Leviathan series uh, from a few years ago, and has have also picked up Checkmate, Checkmate number two from Brian Michael Bendis and Alex Maleev releases on July twenty seventh. That'll be a three ninety nine book, and it is on page thirty nine of DC Connect. On page forty two Detective Comics number ten thirty nine with the main story by Mariko tamaki uh, and this time we're gonna have art by Victor Bondanovich. Uh now Dan Moore is still gonna be doing the cover, but uh, he is stepping off with the main story for a few issues. Uh there's also gonna be a variant by Libra Mayho, but again this this continues the story of what's going on with Gotham with uh, Mr. Worth after the death of his daughter and we see where Bruce goes with regards to teaming up with Huntress to track down the the culprit in the matter and then of course there's going to be a uh, Backup story And that backup story is going to focus on the villain and, and it's actually in there But I'm not going to spoil it But if you do have a copy of DC Connect You can read that synopsis On on both the On both the Main story as well as the Backup And then two weeks after that We're going to get Detective Comics 1040 so, yeah, Detective Comics is going back to a twice-monthly book. So that's going to be interesting to see how that goes over the next month or so because I think July is not going to be the only month that it's going to be shipping uh, twice a month. don't know what DC, DC's plan is with this. But, yeah, 1040 is going to continue the Mr. Word story. But the backup, the backup is going to be written by Dan Waters. With art by Kyle Holtz And the synopsis for that backup is A major Batman villain meets his death In a story that will rock the world of Gotham City In a monstrous way Do not miss The night And the person who is going to die The name is Redacted But the night Redacted was killed By Dan Waters and Kyle Holtz So definitely 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 looking forward to seeing going through the pages of that book and seeing what's going on so detective comics 1040 being released july 27th from dc page 44 uh future state Gotham number three from joshua williams and dennis culver with art by giannis milano giannis Continues the the story of Red Hood uh, in pursuit of the Bat Family, and issue three he comes face to face, or as the synopsis describes it, mask to mask with the next Batman, that being Tim Jace Fox. So that releases on July thirteenth. That's a three ninety nine book from DC. In the following page, page forty-five, Green Lantern number four from Jeffrey Dawn brings in Joe Mullen from Far Sector into the into the uh, Green Lantern universe as she teams up with Simon Boz and Teen Lantern from Young Justice from Ben's Young Justice run. Uh, to do some investigation. So that is a four ninety nine book from DC releases on july the sixth. Issues issues two and three of Joshua Williamson's Infinite Frontier miniseries uh releases on july the thirteenth and twenty seventh respectfully. Uh, with art by Zen Monaco, and cover main cover by Mitch Gerards, uh, the one of interest is is the cover for issue three of six, where it asks the question, "Who is the new Black Lantern?" Uh, you know, the Black Lanterns making their first appearance in Blackest Night seem to be making another appearance, so. Again, Issue 2 of Infinite Frontier, July 13th, and Issue 3, July 27th, from D.C. Page 53, Mr. Miracle, the source of freedom. Issue 3, uh, from Brandon Easton and Fico Osillo, uh, Find Shallow, dealing with the effects of His exposure to the ashes of the original Mr. Miracle, Thaddeus Brown. So, we will uh, see how that turns out as he begins to get used to these new powers of his. So, that is releasing on the 27th, July 27th, and it's a $3.99 book from DC. Nightwing issue 82 on the next page page 54 from Tom Taylor and Bruno Redondo continues the story of of Dick and his connection to the new mayor of Bloodhaven uh, Melinda Zuko who who of course is the daughter of Tony Zuko uh, the man responsible for killing Dick's parents so we continue to get that story and I'm definitely picking this up i, I I'm picking up almost anything that Tom Taylor is writing these days. Recently read issue 79 which was absolutely wonderful. So I'm going to be continuing to read Nightwing. And I, I implore that you do as well So issue 82 Releases on July 20th From DC It's a 3.99 book With a variant cover by Jamal Campbell That is absolutely stunning And so if, if, if you don't read Batman Black and White uh, Just know he did A story in Black, Batman Black and White That centered on Nightwing And it was By far the best story of that issue. He is doing a variant cover uh, for Nightwing 82 as well. So again, Nightwing 82 being released on July 20th from DC. Page 55 of DC Connect, Robin number four from Joshua Williamson and Jorge Corona finds Damien face to face with his grandfather, the immortal Ra's al Ghul. And so the synopsis says, Damian Wayne versus his grandfather, the immortal Ra's al Ghul. For years, Batman's son avoided learning the ways of the demons from Ra's. But now that training may be exactly what Robin needs to win the League of Lazarus tournament. Plus, uh, we get some more story into Ravager as she... Follows the mysterious respawn into the secrets of Lazarus Island. So again, that's July twenty seventh, a three ninety nine book from DC. And so, just a few more books from DC. First off, uh, page sixty six, The Joker number five. Uh, Joker number five from James Tynion the and Matthew Rosenberg, with art by Francisco Franco Villa. We're going to get a never before Seen tale of the Joker's First night at Alchemist Asylum from way back when So it's going to be interesting to see how that turns out And then on the next page Page 67 The final issue of John Ridley's the next Batman's Second Son, this is issue number four, which collects the last three chapters of the Digital First series, chapters 10, 11, and 12. And a synopsis of that, uh, while gathering evidence against the criminal Arkadine, Jace Fox has a brutal showdown with assassin Eber O'Rourke. The shocking arrival of Katana could turn the tables, but for whom? Plus... Tensions in the GCPD run high as Mayor Nakano's anti max policy divides the force. And Lucius Fox must decide if he wants to be part of the magistrate program and prepare for a blockbuster ending. So again, as we're recording now, Chapter 11 comes out on Monday morning. So we'll be getting the penultimate. Chapter of the digital first series, so I'll probably know what's going on before the uh, issue releases in July, on July sixth. But if you if you want to take a look, if you're not following the digital chapters, it's a great investment. Each chapter is only ninety nine cent. Uh, you get to get the story before it's actually printed mm-hmm. and released in stores. Uh, it's going to be a four ninety nine book at forty pages and again those forty pages are those last three digital chapters from the series. But again, the next Batman numbers the next Batman second son number four being released on July sixth. Then Continuing on the John Ridley train, issue five of the other history of the DC universe, we get the final issue where he will be focusing on Anissa Pierce, the daughter of Jefferson Pierce, a.k.a. Black Lightning. So we get a story about Thunder. So issue five releases the end of July on the 27th. It is again a black label book So it will be in prestige format And that is a $6.99 book Uh, That variant cover by Jamal Campbell Looks absolutely wonderful but again, final issue of the other history of the DC Universe, and I've been enjoying that. It's been, it's been a very good read, getting insights from people of color who are also heroes within the DC Universe as they give you a first-person point of view into how they dealt with being heroes in the DC Universe. On July the 20th, we get another issue of Truth and Justice, which also collects the the Digital First series. And issue six is going to focus on my boy, Damian Wayne, as they celebrate his birthday. So I don't know if this is going to be a past birthday as we celebrate him reaching his current age as he's in the book of 14 or if we're going to be looking in the future of him getting into age 15 but we'll see how that goes that's going to release on july the 20th from dc and it's going to be a 499 book Uh, this story is going to be written by andrew aden then page seventy-two, page seventy-two Wonder Girl number three from Joelle Jones, uh, who's doing both the story as well as the art, as we continue the story and the evolution of Yara Floor as she gets the power of being Harris Champion and go through her training but uh we see in this issue there's gonna be a little bit of a distraction in the form of Eros grandson of Hera and the god of love who's gonna tempt uh the young the young warrior as she goes through a training and we get the question as to whether or not she can focus on what she's supposed to be doing so that is going to be a Four dollar book three ninety nine releasing on July the twentieth from DC. And then the last book I'm going to cover from DC wonder woman black and gold number two with stories from mariko tamaki and g grayson but the cover the covers by the great terry dodson looks absolutely beautiful and it's written it's drawn in that that typical dodson form that i just absolutely love but the interior art is going to be done by uh, jimmy McKelvey and corin Howell and Tilly walden and a few others Again, that's going to be in prestige format as well uh, with the Black and Gold series on sale July 27th from DC. That's going to be a 5.99 book. There are a lot of books coming out in July from DC, so they're going to be making a lot of money. And now we're going to move over to Marvel and the Marvel Supplement Catalog. So, before even flipping through the pages of the... Marvel previews catalog Let me just say how excited I am to see My second favorite Marvel character on the cover As we As we get the return of Moon Knight to A series of his own And the cover By Steve McNevin Looks absolutely wonderful And I'll be talking a little bit more about it As we flip through the pages But Again, this is the Marvels previews catalog, and so flipping through, first first book I'm going to be looking at on page four, Sinister War issues one and two from Nick Spencer. Doc Ock is back, and so we see where although Octavius, the Sinister Doc Ock, has returned to the Spider-Man universe. And he's bringing a new Sinister Six with him. So if uh, you can remember, at the end of Crystal's uh, Crystal's gage run on Superior Spider-Man, Otto becomes pretty much a villain again, and now we see him back. At the as the infamous Doc Ock, and so we will see what happens as he starts the sinister war with Spider-Man. again, issues one and two, both out in the month of July from Marvel. These are going to be three. I'm sorry, it's going to be four ninety-nine books. And then of course, uh, Nick Spencer continues his run on the Amazing Spider-Man with issues seventy and seventy-one. These are going to be Prelude uh, Prelude issue Followed by Tie in To Sinister War So again Nick Spencer On the scripts With Federico Vincentini On the art Now Mark Bagley Is actually doing the art On The Sinister War Mini I have I have been Really down On Amazing Spider-Man As of late It started out Great But I think the whole Kindred run really took me out of it. Uh, I just think it went on a little bit too long. I am, you know, contemplating. I know, I know several friends who have already given up on Amazing Spider-Man, and I am close to doing the same. Page thirteen. Page thirteen finds the rebooted X-Men. So coming out of Coming out of Jonathan Hickman's uh, Stellar run On X-Men We will now get a reboot Of the series And this series is going to have The new team Of X-Men That is coming out of the Hellfire Gala So again uh. Jerry Dugan is on writing and Pepe Larraz on the art. And Pepe's doing the cover as well, the main cover as well. Issue 1 is coming out in the month of July from Marvel Comics. And that's going to be a $4.99 book. Marvel is not hiding the fact that they've raised prices on us. So, yeah. Then on page 16, as I mentioned uh, earlier with the cover... Moon Knight number one From Jed McKay With art by Alessandro Capuccio. I am so excited about this Again I've been a Moon Knight fan Since I was a little boy And I'm happy to see him back In a series of his own You know he was recently in The Age of Conchu Arc from uh, the Avengers But now he is Back in a series Of his own uh, In the synopsis the mysterious Mr. Knight has opened his midnight mission, his people petitioning for protection from the weird and the horrible. The Moon Knight stalks the rooftops and alleys, marked with his crescent moon tag, bringing violence to any who would harm his people. Mark Specter, whichever guise he owns, is back on the streets, a renegade priest of an unworthy god. But while Kunshu languishes in a prison that Moon Knight put him in, Moon Knight must still observe his duty. Protect those who travel at night. Let it be known, Moon Knight will keep the fate. I'm so excited for this book Again, Jed McKay You know, I, I read part of his run on uh, Black Cat And was pretty impressed with it They're going to have a bunch of variant covers From this, again The main cover is going to be by Steve McNiven, uh But we're also going to be getting variants From John Romita Jr. and Scotty Young And Elizabeth Talk. So we're we going to There really are prepping for the upcoming Moon Knight series that's gonna be on Disney Plus. Uh, so again I'm I'm all in on this Moon Knight from Jed McKay and Marvel Comics. In preparation for the release of Moon Knight number one, uh Marvel's gonna be releasing a facsimile edition of Werewolf by Night number thirty two, which of course Commemorates the 1972 Debut of Moon Knight Into the Marvel Universe So that'll be coming out In July as well Before the first issue of Moon Knight is released Page 24 Page 24 We see the United States Of Captain America uh, Which continues to Five part mini by Christopher Cantwell and Mohel Mojigo Uh, As Sam and Steve Rogers continue their journey to retrieve uh, the shield from the person who stole it. So there is a nice variant cover by Hernando Souza that's going to be released with that as well. I did not pick up. I I did not put in for the first issue of this mini, but I've been hearing some good stuff about it. So I might just swing by and swing back and pick it up and give it a read. Uh, But on page 25, we get the second issue of Al Ewing's and Crystal Frazier's Gamma Flight, which spins off from Immortal Hulk as we see the Gamma powered. Team from Canada uh, continue their trek as they uh, seek to get away from their pursuers. That's out to get them for not delivering on taking down the Hulk back in the pages of Immortal Hulk. So Gamma Flight number two uh, again it's a five-part mini. Uh, it's a three ninety-nine book from Marvel. Over on page 31, X-Men Legends by Peter David with art by Todd Nock And there's there's one reason and one reason only I'm not following the series But there's one reason that I am definitely picking up this issue if none other And that is X-Factor, the original crew Polaris and Havoc and Wolfbane it, it, it's good to see all these guys, you know, that I grew up reading back in the day of X Factor, and it's gonna be nice seeing and seeing reading that story. Again, X Men Legends number five from Marvel is a three ninety nine book. I'll definitely be picking that up. Flipping on over to page thirty seven. I'll, I'll just mention uh, I am. I'm not gonna focus too much, but Marauders number 22 from Jerry Dugan uh, and the aftermath of the Hellfire Gala we see what Emma Frost has up her sleeve so page 43 Avengers number 46 kicks off uh, World War She-Hulk, and so I'll I'll read a synopsis after the shocking events of into the Phoenix, the Earth has become more fractured and volatile than ever, especially for the Avengers. Once She-Hulk is declared a global menace, Russia's mightiest heroes, the Winter God, are tasked with bringing Jen to justice to face a fate no Hulk could hope to endure. So let me just get straight to the point here. I am, I am, Horn beyond beyond Reason as to whether or not I'm Going to invest anything In this story Arc again those who know me Know that She-Hulk is my second Favorite comic book character My favorite Marvel Character but I have not I For lack of better words I hate How she has been Drawn and Written in this in this new run of Avengers, it 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 just takes away from everything that fans of the character have come to love over the years, and I typically have always picked up anything that contained a, a cover or a story arc about Jen Walters, but I am I am definitely torn as to whether or not i'm going to pick this up and again huge she-hulk fan but i i just have not been i just have not been crazy about how she has been drawn over the past few years and the voice she's been given uh in the past few years and uh, the, the last enjoyable read i i've had Outside of Back Issues and Omnibus War is uh, the run that Mariko Tamaki did Right after the events of Civil War 2 But if, if you're interested Hey, you know, more power to you Avengers begins with Avengers number 46 World War She-Hulk And so for me, the last marvel book i'm gonna discuss from the uh july catalog fantastic four number 34 from dan slott and rb silva on art the conclusion to the bride of doom story arc and uh marvel is is as we celebrate the sixtieth anniversary of the first family, Marvel is promising the biggest change to a fantastic Four member since fantastic Four number one in nineteen sixty one so I can only imagine what that might be fantastic four number thirty four uh three ninety nine book from Marvel comics that's gonna do it for Marvel, of course, they also have in the back of the book before their collected edition there's their Star Wars section if any of you are fans of the Star Wars books uh, be sure to take a look at those as well but with that in mind as we finish up with the Marvel supplement it's time to move on to the big book the previews catalog okay so before we start flipping through the pages of the big book Uh, first let's let's talk about the covers on the catalog Uh, on the front end the the cover that leads into the actual comic section of previews it features dark blood a new series coming out from boom studios from latoya morgan and walton bonner and then on the back side, the back side that leads to the statue and action figure section, it features the prequel to the upcoming Masters of the Universe series uh, that's being done by executive producer Kevin Smith and it's Masters of the Universe Revelation so that cover looks real nice so both of these books are being covered in the previous catalog for this month I do intend on picking up uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation when it's released in July and so now that we have the covers covered pun intended let's flip through the big book all right, first section, of course, of the catalog is Image Comics. And with Image, page 46, uh, we have a new series from Merca and Dolfo, uh, Sweet Paprika, number one, coming out on July 28, $3.99 book. It's that typical Merca and Dolfo style of drawing, very nice looking. I have come to be very impressed by her writing style. I've enjoyed what she did with Mercy that was out a few months ago, as well as that first series she put out a few years ago, which was Unnatural. I really enjoyed that one as well. So again, Merca Adolfo. Sweet Paprika coming out on July 28th. It has a good bit of variant covers that's going to be available as well including several incentives. On page 50 and 51 Skybound X uh, this is that new series that I mentioned in another episode the previous episode uh, from the team at Skybound Comics. That's that imprint from Robert Kirkman and team. This first issue is going to be released on July the 7th with the second issue coming out a week later. And then issue three and four also coming out in the month of July. Uh, So, again, it's going to be a weekly series. It's going to be five issues for the entire series, and it's basically going to be an anthology. We're going to see a a bunch of uh, some well-known characters, such as as Rick Grimes 2000, but we're also going to see some stories from Ultra Mega, as well as Assassination Nation and Excellence. So, again, Skybound X... Issues 1 through 5 coming out weekly starting July 7th from Image and Skybound. Uh, each book is going to be four ninety nine, but they are quite oversized, ranging from 44 pages to 52 pages, which is the count for the first issue. Page 56, Ordinary Gods from Kyle Higgins. Kyle Higgins has been quite busy as of late uh of course he's doing radiant black which has gone to multiple printings already Uh, but he's been doing quite a few things as well on the crowdsourcing platform as well he's had a a few books over at kickstarter that he's been either editing or writing himself so he's been quite a busy person of course he was also doing the ultraman series at Marvel, but he's going to be putting out a new book Ordinary Gods art by Felipe Watanabe and uh, the synopsis for this is for the fans of the old God and God country comes the extra lent first issue of a century spanning action epic from writer Kyle Higgins and artist Felipe Watanabe the luminary the prodigy, the brute the trickster the Innovator, five gods from a realm beyond our own, leaders in the war of immortals. At least they were, before they were trapped, sent to a planet made into a prison, forced into an endless cycle of human debt and reincarnation. Christopher is 22. He's got two loving parents and a 12 year old sister. He works at a paint store. He's in therapy. He's one of the five. Which means, in order to save everyone he cares about, Christopher will have to reconnect with his past lives and do the unthinkable. Become a god again. So this, the cover itself looks absolutely awesome with the art from Felipe Quintanabe. Yeah, I'm excited about this one. So I'll be, I'll be picking it up the first issue just to see how it goes. So again, Ordinary Gods, number one. 399 from Image releases on July the 7th. Page 73, Bitheroot number 15 from David F. Walker and Chuck Brown with art by Sanford Green. This is the end of this current story arc that's that's going on right now. I personally do not pick up the issues of Bitterroot itself because I was so far behind by the time I became hip to it, so I read the trade paperbacks that they are offered. But this is going to be the final issue of the current story arc. So again, Bitterroot, number 15, 399 from Image. Then on the following page, page 74. Compass from Robert McKenzie and Dave Walker uh, issue 2 of that book and as well as uh, Commanders in Crisis number 10 from Steve Orlando and L.A. Dornado uh, both of those will be coming out uh, Commanders in Crisis releases on July 7th Compass number 2 releases on July 21st from Image and they'll both be three ninety-nine books Geiger number four from Jeff Johns with art by Gary Frank and Brad Anderson Uh, again that continues the new series from that duo uh, of Johns and Frank Uh, I think I have already I've already ordered the first three I haven't read them yet they're in my my bin of books that I still need to read Uh, but from all that I've heard it's been pretty well it's been pretty well written, and of course, you can't discount the work that Gary Frank does on art. So, again, that's page 77 of the previous catalog Geiger number four. Page 84, Noctera number five from Scott Snyder and Tony S. Daniel. Temo More. This is the penultimate issue of the six-issue miniseries. So the book you know, is coming to an end. I've, I've enjoyed it. And again, for me, not being a huge fan of Scott Snyder, I've been quite impressed with this story. But again, the penultimate issue of Nocterra Releases on July the 7th. three ninety-nine from Image. Page 86. Uh, Radiant Black number six. Uh, like I said, Kyle Higgins has been quite busy. Uh busy enough to where he has a co-writer on the on the title with him now. So he'll be doing uh issue six with Cherish Chin and again with Art by Darko Lafuente. Uh, thirty two pages, three ninety nine book releases on July twenty first. And then I can't go without mentioning Shadecraft. Shadecraft number five uh, from Joe Henderson with art by Lee Garbert and colors by Antonio Fabella. This is going to be the end of the first story arc. And synopsis says, uh, Zadie Lou lived in her amazing brother's shadow all her life. Now he's trapped in her shadow, literally. And he can't take it anymore. It's brother versus sister in an epic battle as Zadie fights to save her family. $3.99. Releases on July 21st from Image. I'll definitely be picking that up. I've actually loved, I've I've absolutely loved Shadecraft thus far. Alright, let's move on over to Dark Horse. Uh, As I mentioned when we got to the first part of the big book, Masters of the Universe, Revelation. Issue 1 of 4 from Kevin Smith and Rob David with art by Mindy Lee. Stefan Cedric is doing a cover. He's doing the main cover with another cover variant by Mike McNolia and Dave Stewart. I'm definitely picking up the Cedric cover. Looks wonderful. It's going to be a $3.99 book from Dark Horse and it releases on July the 7th. And again, this is a, this serves as a prelude to the upcoming Netflix animation series from Kevin Smith. As information, it's something I'm probably not picking up myself, but I know there are fans of the series that's out there. Tales from Harrow County, Fair Folk. This is going to be issue number one of a four-part series from Cullen Bunn and Emmy Schnall. Releases on July 21st, and it will be a three ninety-nine book. That's on page 96 of the previews catalog. So, Dark Horse announced that they are going to be doing a partnership with Unique Studios to produce a line of graphic novels or trade paperbacks focusing on African heroes. And the first book that they're going to be releasing is going to be Malika, Warrior Queen, Volume 1. Uh, it's a early solicit, so it's on sale September the 8th. 366 pages, that's a $25 book. And then a few weeks later on the 22nd, Iyanu, Child of Wonder, Volume 1. That's on sale at nineteen ninety nine, and that releases again on the 22nd from Dark Horse and Unique Studios. Then finally for me from Dark Horse, Black Hammer Reborn, Issue 2 from Jeff Lemire and Molly Zalcone, 32 pages, releases on the 21st from Dark Horse. And we have a synopsis that reads... Lucy Webber, formerly the powerful hero Black Hammer, is struggling to keep her daughter from following the same path of heroism, a battle she seems destined to lose as the family is confronted with special warps, shark monsters, and familiar faces from the past that threaten to bring more violence into their lives than they ever wanted. So again, that's three ninety-nine from Dark Horse Black Hammer. Reborn, issue two of twelve. Before getting out of Dark Horse, page one twenty-four, Overwatch Tracer, London Calling, it's a hardcover. Coming out again as an early solicit. This release is on September the fifteenth, written by Mariko Tamaki with art by Babs Tarr. Twenty-five dollars, over a hundred pages, and that's coming out again on September the fifteenth from Dark Horse moving on into IDW I am I am not picking up any books personally myself but just to mention Teenage mutant Ninja Turtles reborn volume 3 that's going to be released on in September it's another early solicit 1999 from IDW they're also doing an early release on Star Wars episodes four through nine adaptation box set so it's gonna adapt the movies into graphic novel form again this is gonna be a 60 dollar book from idw expected out in october all right looking at dynamite dynamite entertainment Uh, dynamite is coming out with a new barbarella series page 160 from Sarah Hoyt with art by, and I'm gonna butcher this name so I apologize ahead of time. Motherback Musabekov. Musa Bekoff. And of course they're gonna have a ton of variant covers. So the main cover is gonna be from the great Lucio Perillo but they're also gonna be covers by Derek Chu, Brian Bolin and a few others, and of course, you know, they always have a cosplay cover as well. So that's going to be $3.99 from Dynamite, releases on July the 14th. Also, for Dynamite, page 164 Deja Taurus versus John Carter of Mars, number one, coming from writer Dan Abnett with art by Alessandro Miracolo. I read this synopsis, an epic adventure reuniting fiction's greatest lover, Deja Taurus from Barsoom and John Carter from Earth. But their reunion is short-lived. The long-born, an ancient and mysterious race of immortal gods, have arrived to reclaim what is theirs, Mars. Candace and Carter's Love Oh, true, a planet-sized war. I'm not sure if I'm going to pick this up. Uh, I I read Dan Abnett's last run on Deja Taurus and it was okay. But it wasn't much to call home about. And I'm not sure if I'm going to be picking this up as well. Again, the main cover is going to be from Lucio Perillo. And they have a multitude of variants as well. But again, that book releases on... July twenty first, three ninety nine from Dynamite. So as of late, Dynamite has also been on a zombie train. Uh, so last year it was Dynamite itself, and now the follow up to that is Dynamite Lives. And so issue two comes out on July fourteenth from Fred Van Lente. The first volume was okay, again, you see one zombie series, you've pretty much seen them all, so I'm bypassing this, but again, the covers look wonderful, main cover from Lucio Perillo, I actually like the Joseph Michael Lenzer variant better, but again, three ninety nine out on July 14th from Dynamite. Vampirella number 23 from Christopher Priest. Christopher Priest has been going long and strong on this. Uh, This begins a new arc on Vampirella called Red Mask. So the synopsis, uh, the countdown to the most unholy union in history begins here. Having finally returned to Earth from her interstellar adventures, Vampirella rescues a child from certain death while unwittingly giving life to the greatest evil the world has ever seen. And it says the epic run of Christopher Pierce is about to reach its crescendo. So I'm assuming that this is going to be a 25-issue series. But... $399 releases on the 28th from Dynamite. And then last for me, on page 186, Sacred Six, number 12, also from Christopher Priest. Final issue of the series. In the synopsis, all good things must come to an end. And that includes the saga of Sacred Six. Leviticus, agent of the City of Sacred, is hell-bent on destroying the monsters and other undead descendants of Ashdorn, but the sick may have something to say about that. Meanwhile, the mystery of the gardener is revealed, and a member of the Six must forever silence her conscience or her teammates. So again, this series comes to an end, and I've actually really 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 liked this story it fit in really well with what was going on in Vampirella so we will see how Christopher Priest brings it to an end again three ninety nine book releases on the 28th from Dynamite on page 192 they are doing a hardcover uh, a hardcover edition of the Dynamite Art of Lucio Perillo, and this is actually a re-release, an offer again. It's 200 pages and it's actually available now for $30 from Dynamite. So that's something that you can actually order now if you don't want to wait until July to get it. Moving over into Boom Studios. Uh, as I mentioned, they have a new series coming out Dog Blood, number one, a six issue miniseries from Latoya Morgan with art by Walt Barner. Uh, the synopsis read What if you were given the power to change the course of history? Alabama, 1955. Avery Aldridge is an ordinary young black man. A decorated World War II veteran, Avery provides for his wife and daughter, but wounds of the past have a way of coming back and Avery Aldridge will soon discover he is anything but ordinary. After a run in awakened strange new abilities, Avery is about to become more powerful than he could ever dare to dream in a country and a society that never wanted him to have any power. Yeah, I, I I mean, I'm gonna check this out at least the first few issues to see how it goes. It looks very interesting. Uh, I haven't decided if I'm gonna get it either digitally or in print. But again, three ninety nine dollars on sale July 21st from Boom Studios. All right, picking up my usual stuff from Boom. First off, Seven Secrets, number 10. It is that this series is finally is slowly coming to an end. But seven secrets that July fourteenth, three ninety nine, from Boom Studios, and then uh, a week later we get we only find them when they're dead from Al Ewing. Uh, that's issue number eight, also three ninety nine. All right, moving on, moving on to page. 2.36 from Aftershock, Clans of Valari, number one from Rob and Peter Plackey by Daniel Main. Uh, it's a new series, four ninety-nine. releases on July the 7th. It is a sci-fi book from all intents and purposes in the synopsis read. There are some primary laws of the Valari system. No person or clan may exit the system. No person or clan may do the designated work of another clan. Clans may not merge. And in the final rule, the final law, any person that breaks a primary law shall be made an outcast. On the far side of the galaxy, an isolated branch of humanity is trapped in a feudal dystopia. orders is maintained by a system of oppression until an orphan girl and an incorrigible adoptive father sow the seeds of a revolution and unite the clans against a fearsome alien threat. So again, this is one of those books I intend on reading at least the first few issues to see how it turns out. It looks quite interesting. Uh, Again, Clans of Balari, number one, releases on July 7th. $4.99 Four ninety nine from Aftershock. Page 241. Baby Teeth number 19 is the penultimate issue of the great series from Donny Kate. 3 32 pages. The only thing Sadie has left is family. So what happens when Heather heads out into the apocalypse to get revenge alone? Time is running out for the Ritter Clan. Again, three ninety nine. Releases on the seventh. Baby teeth number nineteen. All right, moving on over to page two seventy. We get to my favorite new publishing company, AWA Upshot. Fight girls number one, written and drawn by Frank Cho. Uh, haven't seen him. In a while and, and I think the last piece of work I actually picked up with his drawing was an issue of Deja Taurus back when Amy Chu was still right. So that kinda of goes to show how long that's been. But he's coming out with this new series from AWA. Uh, releases on July the seventh, three ninety nine. And then coming out also a week later from AWA, the Resistance Saga continues in Mott's issue 2. And if you can remember from the last previews episode, Mott's is about those powered beings from the plague who, once they activate their powers, only have six months before they die. And so we see the continuation of that story from J. Michael Straczynski with art by Mike Choi. And then page 273, uh, we get the regular second volume of The Resistance from J. Michael Straczynski, which which is being illustrated by C.P. Smith. So that comes out on July 28th. Also on the 28th, Chariot number five from Brian Edward Hill and Priscilla Petrait following the story of the legendary car synopsis The chariot was a Cold War era secret government project to provide the star agent with a weapon unlike any other in the form of a supercharged muscle car. It sank into the ocean decades ago, and the agent along with it. Now A petty criminal looking to reform his life has stumbled upon the chariot and he's about to find out that the agent's consciousness is still controlling it in this synced wave driller. In this concluding issue, the final issue, Gillian battles her technologically supercharged sister, both in reality and in cyberspace. So again that's chariot number five from Brian Edward Hill coming out the final issue. July twenty eight from AWA Upshot. All right, page two seventy six. Another publisher that I recently have been following as of late, Black Math Studios. Uh, from Black Math we have White Number no. Four, which is the uh, sequel to the series Black, and that is a three ninety nine book. It's actually going to be in black and white. The synopsis reads, after the battle between First Son and X derails its plan, and First Son is the superpowered agent that is actually the son of the current president, and X, who is the leader of the resistance amongst the black-powered beings, in the United States. Uh, But continuing the synopsis after, the battle between First Son and X derails his plan. President Mann changes course and makes a surprising alliance. Despite their recent victory, Juncture knows their win is temporary and asks X to help him with the dangerous experiment. So again, that's white number four, three ninety-nine from Black Mass Studios. It doesn't have an actual release date, but it is slated to come out in July. Uh, but again, you may wanna go ahead and put your order in because they have that it is limited to only 2,500 copies. Okay, making the jump to page 321, Magnetic Press Monolith from Roberto Riccioni, Mauro Uzio. And I'm going to only assume this is Lorenz. It's spelled L-R-N-C. And I apologize if I did not pronounce it correctly. But this is actually a 180-page hardcover monolith. And the synopsis reads, Sandra and her two-year-old son are driving the safest car ever built, the monolith. When they are forced to stop in the middle of the empty desert, Sandra accidentally gets locked out of the car. Now, isolated from civilization, she must save her son from a car designed to be an indestructible vault on wheels. The sun is rising, heating the car's sheet metal, and time is running out. So I'm I'm I'm, I'm thinking I'm gonna pick that up. It's gonna be in a it's gonna be in a prestige format. It seems as a hardcover. Again, 180 pages, twenty nine ninety nine. Monolith from Magnetic Press Also from Magnetic uh, One Thousand Storms from Tony Sandoval And that synopsis reads Lisa is a lonely girl who enjoys wandering nature and collecting odd bones and pebbles The other kids think she's kind of weird Maybe a witch, an avoider when one day she discovers a tree that allows her passage to a parallel world, she finds herself in the middle of a demonic invasion plot, faced with saving the very children who ridiculed her. In this magnetic tale, set in the same world as water snakes, Tony Sandoval takes readers back to his world of mysterious adolescence and surreal beauty. That's twenty five dollars for magnetic, a hundred and 44 pages is also going to be a hardcover from Magnetic Press. Moving over to page 368, uh, we have a new Ninjak series or Ninja K, depending upon who you ask, written by Jeff Parker with art by Javier Polito. Releases on July 14th. It's a 399 book from Valiant, and with this synopsis, it reads. Out of the shadows and into the spotlight, the world's greatest super spy has been exposed. Colin King is Ninjak, or Ninja K, and he has a target on his back like never before. With enemies lurking around every corner, how will Ninja K survive when there's nowhere left to hide and the world is gunning for him? So yeah, I'll probably be ordering this one, at least the first few issues from Valiant. A July 14th release $3.99 And surprisingly enough that is going to be it with regards to my picks from the previous catalog for the month of July I want to thank you all for joining me for this episode of the Comic Ben comic book podcast Next time we are going to be going into the dollar bin and we're going to be reviewing the first arc of Batgirl when I say Batgirl I mean both Cassandra Kane as well as Stephanie Brown and I'll have a guest joining me as we do that join us next time here at the comic Ben comic book podcast and until then enjoy those comics